It's tough being a teen, but it's even tougher when you're saving the world and still have to be home in time to finish your algebra homework. On today's episode, Mikey doesn't know the rules of Iron Chef. Charlie forgets that the main characters in the Dukes of Hazard were all related, and we both take a walk down the wild ways. Welcome to The Young Ones, a podcast about teen superhero teams and why we love them. My name is Charlie, and I use they, them pronouns. And I'm Mikey, and I use he, him pronouns. And this is episode number 11. I'm not going to make the mistake and call it triple digits again, because no. Uh, <laughs> but, triple um, X, starring Vin Diesel. That's our podcast, guys. I mean, X is 10. Over. So, it's good. You We're know, done. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I don't want to have a podcast about triple X. I could. We could, I guess. I've never seen that movie in my entire life. I mean, you could have a podcast about all about movies that Vin Diesel has been in. That's true. I'm not. Does that exist? I don't know. If you have a podcast about Vin Diesel or we have inspired you to start one, add us at Young Ones Cast. Please let us know. Or, yeah. yeah please, please let, let us, know. us know. Yeah. I'm very, very interested in vin diesel podcasts <laughs> now no yeah, yeah that we've, now that we've imagined it now that we've thought it into the think space and so now it will become real life because that's what happens to my well, idea specifically that that's um, that's and that's what we're doing today right yeah that is a nice segue <laughs> yeah i mean it was a perfect segue um so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode uh than normal because since Charlie's going to be at a convention, we will not have the opportunity to do a regular episode. So we thought, why not do something fun and take some ideas from you all, our dear listeners, and flesh them out and make them into real comic ideas. Yeah, so uh, this I will have gone to Katsukon and been back to from Katsukon uh, by the time you're listening to this, but... That's okay. We're time traveling again. It's, yes. it's always a dangerous proposition, but I think we can handle it this time. I th- yeah, I think we're I think we've got it. So um we put out the call um for some comic pitches in regards to um like alternate realities or like sometimes not necessarily, but we wanted to like kind of get some things together because one of my favorite pastimes is just kind of brainstorming and as like someone who writes and you know someone who absolutely positively loves like alternate realities and things like that um this kind of all started with us seeing as mikey mentioned on the end of last week's episode um we saw this really rad picture of a a female cosplayer um cosplaying gambit and it kind of inspired us for this entire thing yeah so thank you once again to uh sincerely ja on twitter um, I think it's sincerely jaw, but I don't want people to like misspell it. Yeah. Um, so thank you once again for that rad cosplay because that gave me the idea. I was like, what if I like I want to see this gambit leading a team? And what if we had like a team of, you know, scoundrels and ne'er do wells that went led by this female gambit, an all female team that went and like stole things 
and then like uh that further evolved to like uh like who all do we have on the team um i well, think like yeah that, but there, you know that, that, that idea, whole idea spiraled yeah, that out idea of kind of that idea kind of got developed by somebody on twitter which we'll we'll mention here um but no it, it it was very good and this is something i like to do so you know this is what we're going to share with you all this week yes and thank you to everyone that sent in uh, a submission for this. We really appreciate it. Um, unfortunately, we did have to narrow them down a little bit because yeah. we couldn't do all of them or we would be here literally all day. Yeah. Because that is a thing that Charlie and I can do. Yeah. We Thank you, everybody, for participating in our little... Yeah. Thank you so much. It's not a contest. No, I don't think anybody's doing yeah, anything. Yeah, no. But, you know. It's just a fun thing that we're making together. I thought we'd get, like, three people responding, and it was much more than that. So I was like, <laughs> wow. You underestimate our listeners, Mikey. I know. Well, not only that, but, like, I know there's a couple people that listen to the podcast. That's it, right? <laughs> like, no, it's still... I still as, don't... Do you not look at our... Do you not look at our account and... <laughs> I do, but it's like... <laughs> It's difficult to to look at those and realize that people are listening to a thing that I've made. Yes. That's still kind of mind-blowing to me. I mean, yeah. So thank you all so much for submitting and for listening and for being here with us today. Yeah. So I will just uh, kind of get started or rev the engine a little bit. So Ring a ding a ding a ding 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 ding. That's the thanks, engine thanks. noise. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right in that car, it sounds like it's going to break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, do you rather have Dukes of Hazard like doo 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 doo? Anyway, okay, Mikey. Before we you went there, before we start, yeah. If there were two people that were going to be the Dukes of Hazard from Marvel, who would they be? Uh, well, Cannonball, obviously, for one of them. Okay, like that's a no brainer. Yes, that's, that's very good. Who who would you pick? Oh my god, if it's gonna be the Dukes of Hazard and they're like buddies, right? They're not bro- are they brothers? Are they brothers? Yeah, they're brothers in the show, but they don't have to be. Be brothers, yeah, okay. So if they don't have to be Because the Dukes are their like Duke is their last name. Okay, if, if they're not gonna be brothers in this like story that I'm weaving right now, then it's gotta be like Cannonball and it's gotta be Sunspot because they're like best mm-hmm, friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Love okay. it. Okay, yeah, love it. Give us that movie, Fox. Please. <laughs> Or Fox slash Marvel. I don't know how they're styling it these days. Uh, it's going to at least be a year before we see anything from that whole thing. Yeah, I, th- I feel like it'll just be... I feel like it won't even be Fox anymore. I feel like it'll just be Marvel Studios all the way. Yeah, it won't. It won't be. Yeah, give us that. Uh, Dukes of Hazard movie with... We won't We won't develop that one into a, an no. a full idea, but... Yeah, with uh, uh, Sam and Roberto and that old car. Who would be playing the, who would be playing the part of Daisy Duke in that? Amara? Maybe. Don't they, like, one of them have a crush on her? I don't know. I don't know. I ha- I'm not an avid Dukes Excuse of Hazzard. Excuse me, I don't know much about the Dukes of Hazzard. In this, in this version of the Dukes of Hazzard that is being populated exclusively by, by mutants, by the new mutants specifically, I believe that Amara would be the balancing force in their lives that would just be like, please do not. Do not. Don't do that. Do not. I, I like it. Okay. I like it. I was going to put a man in the Daisy Duke shorts, but I ran out. I mean, I ran out. okay, a dude can wear the Daisy Duke shorts, but somebody's got to stop these losers from spiraling off into the moon or asteroid M. Okay, that's true. Let's be honest. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. I went on a tangent. 
<laughs> Probably going to happen a lot. Uh-huh. I mean, this this is this is our tangents condensed into a singular show. <laughs> singular episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Since I kind of uh, I started with that one, we're not going to choose from that one because that one's just very good and I'm not going to not going to taint it any Y'all further. Y'all can have that for free. Yeah, you can have that one for free. Mikey, why don't you start that with the first one? Um, I will choose the first one that you've put on the list because I think it is very good. It comes to us from my good friend, Allie, Allie Drinks Coffee on Twitter, who says, what if Ghost Rider was a girl and teamed up with Hellcat to fight neighborhood demons? I love it. What if? Is this like, okay, is this like a Monster of the Week show, Mikey? Is this like Supernatural? Mm. But like Ghost Rider and Hellcat? I think it could be, but I am also seeing this Hellcat as being very similar to Kate Leth's Hellcat. And that this is like, because, you know, girls need role models. And Kate Leth's comic was a wonderful source of positivity. But I feel like as someone that has enjoyed monster shows throughout my life, I feel like children and children of all ages can enjoy having young girl role models who also fight demons. Yeah. In a, yeah. So like... I, I, I see this as being a cartoon, maybe. Okay, it, okay, okay. Or like a cartoon, like it's not like a super realistic style comic, right? Hmm. It's it's Ghost Rider and Hellcat going to fight demons, but also maybe the demons like are inside them all along kind of thing. <laughs> you know what? Is uh, Am I just asking for a magical girl anime with... G- girl ghost writer and hellcat and maybe some other people i think i am i think you are i think you are i think and, okay I think that's what i'm seeing i'm gonna ask you this ghost writer as a girl do we make it a another woman in the marvel universe or is it uh the female equivalent to robbie and or johnny blaze it's the female equivalent to robbie like for sure oh yeah she's latino and she, yeah i like this i like this a lot yeah, yeah. well latinx but yeah yeah so I think they would have like a small team, but the show would be like them finding the other ones of their team. It's like Sailor Moon style. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also with banishing demons. So who's like another is there like a a lady demon hunter? I almost want to put Ileana on the team as like the expert. Oh, hell yeah. Who also has the connection. Oh hell yeah. 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 Literally, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Literally. No, that's absolutely, that is excellent. Ileana is their Giles that also, like, the reason she knows all of the stuff is because- You mean Giles? Why'd you Giles. say Giles? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Listen, sometimes okay. Okay. I have, I'm bad at pronouncing things. It's okay. But yeah, she's, she's their expert, but also, like, the reason she knows all that is because she has been altogether too close to the source of the horrors. Is that a secret? Is that a secret she keeps? I think it's a secret that she keeps. Demon so child. I think, I okay. Guess, all right. Yeah, I think what I'm really aiming for is, like, a fusion of Buffy and, like, Sailor Moon. Okay. I appreciate I it. And the Dark Child is, that's... like, they have to confront the Dark Child in one episode. Yeah, that's like a... Okay. That's not the season one. Maybe it's either the season one or the season two, like, finale. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I agree. So is it just Ghost Rider, Hellcat, and Eliana, or is it someone else, too? I feel like like they need a small group yeah. of people, but I could see a couple others. I don't know if you have any suggestions. Mm, do we, do we, is it strictly, like, magical people? 
I don't think it has to be. Or do we like, or, or do we, we have to have a Xander on the team, don't we? Yeah, I was going to say, like, there needs to be a Xander, right? But not like the shitty Xander, like the good Xander from the beginning of Buffy. Okay. So let's see here. You know who'd be good for this team? Are we saying, are we keeping it all female or can there be like maybe one guy on the team? I think it can be like maybe one guy. I think, I think Prodigy might fit on this team. Mm. Is, he, <laughs> is he just the is he just the tuxedo mask that shows up and they're like, but you didn't do anything? Man, we don't think very highly of, of uh, Prodigy on this podcast. <laughs> I will admit that Prodigy has gotten a very bad rap. That's probably not his fault. But as he stands in comics right now, I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's that's what I will say. Uh, I have not read his original stuff, though, to be fair. Or do we need like a do we need like a bruiser on the team? We have. Oh, man, I we think have... we need a bruiser. Mm. Is the bruiser just just Molly? <laughs> you might be right about that. Like, especially if if, you know, if this is Robbie. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Like, can this be. If we're going for a younger team, like it doesn't have to be. This is an AU, so it doesn't have to be all the same age as they would normally be. Can this be female Robbie Reyes, Hellcat, Ileana, and then maybe Molly and maybe also Kate Bishop Hawkeye? Like it. Because then you have... I like it. Then you have the, you know, the person who got the team together which is obviously robbie and then you have hellcat who probably you know like maybe she's the older sister of the team like she went to new york city and like met up with kate and then maybe they traveled back to california because you know hellcat was also an actress so like maybe she like has friends there that she wants to visit okay well okay we got the we got the we got the pitch so we're gonna do a couple of these so we'll leave that one for now and yeah i'll set that one aside Set that one aside and we'll come back to it if it wins out at the end here all right <clears throat> good that's good i like that one our next positive pitch comes from near underscore revel on Twitter says, a Karma-led LGBTQ X-team, including Rachel Gray, a second-in-command, and a Noel, Benjamin Deeds, and a non-binary Mercury, and a trans Gambit, and Dokken. How do you feel about this, Mikey? This is very interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting team lineup. So, in their universe that this exists in, which is not ours, what would be... Not, it's not the 616, yeah. Yeah, it's not the 616. What do you think brought them together? Because I'm thinking... I feel like Rachel Gray at her most LGBTQ is like immediately after she comes to them as like hound Rachel with like the short hair and like the facial tattoos and the whole nine yards and like the, the skin tight bodysuit. That's a very butch look. Oh, yes. So I feel like maybe this is like she's come back to the past to warn them about what's happening. Okay. And so this is the team that they assemble. I mean, that's like what she did in canon anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just happens to be to be this. Okay, but the question is, my question is, I'm okay with all of this. Which Dakin are which Dokken are we getting? Because Oof. as of this podcast, there's like five different versions of what kind of person Dokken can be, and none of them are consistent with each other really. No. Are we getting the Dokken that wears yoga pants and like the pink like t-shirt 
that he got from cafe press or are we getting to be fair those were clothes he had to put on because of a distressing situation let's just be fair but he still put them on and didn't yes. take them off immediately yes exactly <laughs> that's my point here like i know oh i know people really i know some people really don't like Dokken because he's done some questionable things but i honestly don't think he's as bad as he might appear in some other books can this can this be uh, you know we're we're making a universe where we can do whatever we want can this universe be like romulus did not exist because like honestly all of this is romulus's fault yeah but that's very true that's very true so this is like so did in, in this universe did who who rose docket who yeah who rose who 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 raised him in this universe i feel like wolverine retired and raised him with his mom and they had like wolverine finally got to be the dad that he wanted to be all along okay and like he actually got to have a good life like logan has to have a good life in some universe right that's true like let logan be a dad (laughs) (laughs) so he got to be a dad here and he doesn't care about his son's sexuality because he's wolverine like I think Weapon X definitely still happened. Like, he's been through some horrible stuff. It's like, you know, like, I want you to be whoever you are because I didn't get that chance. Yeah. So. I agree. No, that's good. Good. That's good. That's very good. I want him to be, I want Logan to be happy in some world. (laughs) Well, this one, you got it. This one. Yeah. So are they all, so are all the kids at the school? Like, are they at the school? Like, how old is everybody? I think, like, obviously Karma and Rachel. Obviously, we know that they're older. I'm going to posit mm-hmm. that Gambit is also older on this team. Yeah. Because I can't imagine a teenage Gambit, and I do not want to. <laughs> yeah, I guess the question is, who's leading this school? I don't want it to be Charles Xavier. No, bad. Because fuck Charles Xavier. Bad. Uh, I feel like who is leading? Maybe Jean. I was going to say Storm. Or that, that's good, too. Maybe, Maybe Storm it's... and Jean are co-leading the school. Yeah, like... If you have, like, a, you know, how you have, like, the tough parent and, like, the easygoing parent, like, the good cop, bad cop situation. Yes. I feel like Jean is the good cop and Storm is the bad cop. Because <laughs> Storm is, I feel like, very much about tough love. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. And Gambit is and Gambit is also there at the school under dubious circumstances. Mm-hmm. They've let him stay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I feel like he's still kind of a shitbag kind of character. But, like, not to the extent that he is. He's, like, more of a Quentin Quire than he is, like, I am Machiavelli. Because that's his whole deal in Dark Avengers. And it was just, like, calm down, my dude. And stop reading, like, philosophy. You mean, like, are you talking about Dokken? Are you talking about Gambit? Yeah. Who are you talking yeah, about? D- yeah, Dokken in his, in the, like, when he was in Dark Avengers, he had a solo that I own. Oh, no, I know. Where he quoted Machiavelli, like, nonstop because he saw himself as being the prince from yeah, Machiavelli's no, The you Prince. You were talking about Gambit, and then you took a hard left into Dokken, and I got confused. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. So, like, Gambit is not that guy. He <laughs> is more of, like, I think this is, like, a younger Gambit. Not like a teen Gambit, because I don't want to see that. No. I don't want to see that. But, like, um, definitely early 20s. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe like nineteen. So like right. old enough to know better, but young enough that he can still kind of be kind of a 
young dirtbag. Like, he's definitely the snarkmeister of the team, I think. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's that's also a good one. It's, it's going to be difficult because these are good. <laughs> good. Got to get one that has a good foothold, though. Yeah. So so what they're doing is, uh, I think I think Rachel Gray is like, we need to train them for the future yeah. like we yeah because because it's coming and this is like when it all starts like a sarah connor situation <laughs> just, yeah so you know she comes back and they're karma's like karma's already a teacher at the school but maybe they haven't you know had to deal with combat or whatever for a while so you know they they put this team together i think benji is there i think because they need that infiltration like he and uh Mercury, I feel like are the like away team. Okay. So they like go in first and you know clear everything out, get the you know do the reconnaissance, whatever needs to be done, and then they all come in together to smash. Okay. All right. We'll leave it there. Yeah. We'll leave it there for right now. Put it. All right. Put it away. I oh, don't put it away. Oh, and by the way, I do have an artist for the um. The ghostwriter concept. It would absolutely have to be Colleen Coover. I believe that's how you pronounce her name, who did the Jean and Wanda stuff in X-Men First Class. Oh, man. Yeah, very good. I think her art style would be, like, super good for that. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, next, you're up, Mikey. Okay. What have we got here? I think that... So, Matt Brackensiek? Matt underscore Brackensiek on Twitter? Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt, if that's not how we say your last name. Yeah, feel free to tell us how to pronounce your name. I really like one of the ideas that he put forward that's Rebellion X trapped in the Mojoverse consists of Shatterstar, Richter, Spiral, Adam X, Puck, and Domino. That's like an A-plus team right there. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) And so I really wanted to pull that forward and bring that up. Okay. I don't know where to go with that, but... All right. So, all right. I did ask for pitches to contain Shatterstar and Richter, so you did. Uh, That's true. <laughs> this is going to happen. So, okay. So my my take on the Mojoverse is is like kind of a little bit different than I think maybe what it what it might be. Okay, we get inconsistent versions of the Mojoverse. So, like Mojo World is either it can be whatever you want it to be. Exactly, but we either get like this really goofy place, right, or we get this really scary place, and I think there's a way to merge those together to create something like somewhere in the middle. Like, I always think there's a happy medium here. So, like, what do we know about the Mojoverse? It's completely based on television. It is like it was supposed. It's supposed to be some sort of like like parody of media. Yeah, that's right. How that's how it was created. But we also know that they have like gladiatorial Roman style combat in like some other parts of of how we see this. So, want to fuse these two things together and i want to have this take place in shatterstar's shatterstar's present which would be mojo versus future which would be technically our future maybe (laughs) if that makes any sense so this is like this is like coming to shatterstar when he is right in the middle of the whole the whole rebellion and I don't think he's been to Earth, and I don't think he's been X- to X-Force yet. Okay. Can I pose an addition to this idea? Okay. Because my good friend Adam, Dark Lavender Void on Twitter, has a role-playing game that they are making that is 
It's like eldritch reality TV. Oh, my God. Where people have to compete for the favor of dark gods oh, wow. that are all that are always watching them. I played I played a game of it uh, in playtest where I was like Guy Fieri that had made a demonic pact uh, that everything would be filled with meat juices forever that I cooked. Oh, oh my God. It was so much fun. But OK, so since and that's like the reason I bring that up is because that's how I see Mojoverse is like this you know, it's this goofy place, but also like severely spooky, right? Yeah. It's terrifying to the idea of, you know, a god or something like having you on camera all the time and like leeching your soul through to the television. So I have this idea that in addition to gladiatorial combat and whatever, I feel like they're thrown on like a survivor type set or like Big Brother, you know, like one of those things where everyone's forced to live in the house together. Mm -hmm. And like Shatterstar is used to this. Like he knows how to navigate it. And he's like had to divide up his his psyche. You know, he's had to like uh, partition his his psyche to like, you know, just deal with this stuff like you, you know, have to do in some situations. So like he's used to all of it, but like everyone else is not. And they're being, you know, forced in this situation. It's like Big Brother, but also things attack you. Okay. And meanwhile, like Mojo is sitting on his terrible mechanical chair and laughing as he watches. Okay. So they have to like get out of this situation alive and without eviscerating each other. It's like I also want to. I also want to posit that because I've I've been thinking about this because exactly really reminded me of it. That supernatural episode where Sam and Dean get stuck in yes. the television. No, that's exactly what I was that's thinking exactly about, actually. What it, that is exactly what I want out of a Mojoverse, Shatterstar, Richter story. That is exactly what I want out of it. Yeah, so they're doing that, but, like, with different reality TV shows. So, like, every time the demon, like, snaps his fingers and changes, it's like, okay, you're on House Hunters now. You're on Big Brother. You're on Iron Chef. Like, they have to go through... You have to play the part. And you have right, to play exactly. the part. Exactly. Yeah, to, to get out alive, basically. Right. And, like, if you slow down or you can't keep up, like, you will be left behind. Yeah. And, like, sucked into the awful void, like, like the, the one that Spiral was made. Yeah. Like, the time vortex. Yeah. 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 Or, like, yeah, the oh, the whole concept of the body shop. Yeah, that's, oh, God, that one's, okay. This one's, yeah, okay, so this like, one's winning there, my favor very much. <laughs> so, like, there has to be, like, one of these people gets sucked into that and gets sucked into the body shop and like comes back like maybe maybe spiral even starts as like ricochet rita in this and then comes back as spiral okay it, but an iron chef spiral so she's got like instead of blades she's got like different chef's knives and she's like chop 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 i am li i'm I, i'm i'm sorry i'm still living for the concept of shatterstar and richter in a telenovela <laughs> Like a mojo verse telenovela. Yeah, well, okay, so Shatterstar is the bachelor, and everyone else has to try to win him. <laughs> Cause he's the he's the reigning champion of the mojo games or whatever. So like Oh my god. They have to win and he gives out the roses and like the whole nine yards. And he's like, You don't understand television, so you don't get a rose today. You're going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this one's very good, everybody. I I'm into it. Like, this one's very 
This one's very good. I gotta put this away for now because yeah, we, gotta, let's come shelve back. we this. gotta come back to it. It's very good. I'm, yeah, I'm also just imagining like Shatterstar in his traditional like ponytail, like the wrestling head headgear and all that, and like the like Sailor Moon villain like white pressed like fencing outfit, but like on the set of The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Oh my god, I can imagine like. Oh my god, I could just imagine Richter is beside himself the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, okay, all right. He does a confessional camera, and he's like, I don't know if I'm going to win, but he's... <laughs> <laughs> I hate this, but also, I'm very much in love with this man, actually. But he doesn't say that, but he's thinking it. But, he's but like, it is true. He's yes. like, I want to be out of here. I hate it here. But then his, like, eye, like Shatterstar, like, he starts thinking of his eyes wander away. Anyway, let's put this on the shelf for now. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. It's, it just combines too many of our favorite things. Yes, it really does. So good, good. that's a great job on that one. That's leading my that's leading my favorites right now. Um, okay, so I will go up and let's see here. Uh, our good friend uh, at Anna Landine on Twitter um, gives us a very simple pitch, and it basically says, "What if Doctor Strange and a sp- and a Spider Man, so it could be any Spider Man, had to team up?" I like this very much. And I think it's probably happened before, but also it's very good. Yes. Especially because, like, my favorite version, like, I don't think very highly of Doctor Strange as a character, but I like to see him in things because he's that obnoxious guy. Yes. Like, the obnoxious know-it-all. So I feel like that plays very well off of any spider person because they aren't here for that. (laughs) (laughs) So the question is... I I have a favorite spider person that I would like it to be, but I will let you, since you're the one that read it out, what spider person would you like to see in this kind of scenario, Charlie? i say it either has to be Spider-Gwen or Spider-Girl. Which, which Spider-Girl? Um, Anya Corson. Okay, because I was going to say Silk, Cindy Moon. but oh, Also very good. Also very good. That, you know what? She hasn't gotten a lot of time, so... I think that would probably be very good. Yes. I don't know much about her, but I know you were reading some of her, like, weren't you reading some of her book? Yeah. So her whole deal is she, after the other spider bit her, or not the other spider, the same spider that bit Peter bit her, she was, like, sequestered away by her parents in this, like, research program. So she lives in a bunker. And so she has, like, she kind of has agoraphobia in a little bit, like literally because she lived most of her life being monitored in a box. But at the same time, like she's really, really smart because like all she had to do was read basically in that box and like had access to like all this reading material. And so she does, but she does everything like by pen and paper. So like J. Jonah Jameson calls her analog and likes her because he's like, everybody else has their Instagrams and their Twitters and you analog, you like go out and get the story and you have your notebook and I can appreciate that. So she's a lot of fun. That's fun. Yeah, no, that's good. And I feel like she's, but she's also like a no nonsense kind of spider person, which is a little bit different from most spider people. So, and I like, I like the idea of her being read up like, so you know, Doctor Strange is this kind of know-it-all, so he would be like, well, you know, the Seventh Order of the Silver Serpent said, and she'd be like, um, actually, and I read in a book that uh, 
that they never did anything and that the relic you're looking for is actually the Serpent Society. Okay. So they would have like a little bit of like an adversarial relationship. I like it. I think that that might be interesting. No, that would be very good. That would be very good. Also, she it's... wouldn't tolerate like doctors, any level of Doctor Strange's bullshit. And like, no, like he would be like, oh, we need to go to this temple. And she's like, you're just going to go to this temple and like steal these people's like artifact. Like, who are you? No, we don't do that. Not no. This is not. That's not this okay. Is not how we work. This is not how we work. We're not starting that way. We go there. We talk to them like hu- human beings, and you learn. <laughs> like, how did you get to be this great wizard if you just go stealing things all the time? Yeah, and Doctor Strange doesn't even know, except for well, it just happened. And you know, she she has investigative journalism skills that she first refined when looking for her family so you know she's she knows how to go out there and seek seek uh seek the answers so all right all right i like it and then maybe they have to solve like uh something relating to spider totems because there are like mystical spider things so i feel like that's why they'd be partnered up yeah no i agree that's what that would have to be about yeah it would have to be like related to that in some way like get or, dr like, strange out of his comfort zone yeah or like the spider verse is falling apart or whatever uh, I like it. Yeah, dimensional mumbo jumbo. Dimensional bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep, basically. <laughs> All right, go for it, Mikey. All right. I think we're gonna maybe do one more of these, and then we'll yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to our our our, our ultimate our, one, our ultimate nugget. Okay, I do want to bring this one up because I met to last time and I forgot. So at Cyber Preppy says, flip the script. The Old Guard, a society of senior citizen superheroes who we're used to seeing as aged mentors. We know how, I know how grandpa, like, grandpa superheroes turn out. They turn into murder grandpas. Like, well, like, so, like, when I heard this, I think I replied with, like, a Soldier 76 gif or something. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Does that mean it's, does that mean it's Cable? I think it's Cable. I think it's like I was thinking like a Steve that loses the super soldier serum, so like old okay. Steve, like because okay. you know what? Yeah. This is not this is a different universe. So maybe yes. he never had the super soldier serum in the first place. Even like he's just a normal soldier. He just you know because I feel like the super soldier serum is just a comic MacGuffin. Yeah, it is. Like Steve does not the best version of Steve and not the trash version that we see yeah. nowadays. Uh, is, you know, someone that deeply believes in the spirit of the American people and the spirit of justice, but that doesn't necessarily, like, he was made to fight in a war that he didn't necessarily ideologically agree with, but, like, he kind of had to, in order to save, like, it wasn't, I think Steve at his heart is a pacifist, but one that will you know do things to help others like if it means the difference like he he's against bullying in all forms so you know i don't think steve needs the super soldier serum to be like captain america i agree i think he can be captain america by you know just inspiring others and helping the world be a better place like that's a version of steve that i would like to see more of that's who Steve is to me. Like, Steve to me is the person that inspires the younger heroes and goes to talk to people and helps sort out people's differences and then, like, draws on the side. 
because, you know, he came from a very poor background. He's not like a lot of other Marvel superheroes in that way because he's known what it means. Like, he sees the injustice in the world and he wants to help solve it. Like, again, in the ideal version of Cap. So I think this is like both they're fighting, but they're also like inspiring and teaching like, I, I want to see both. Like, I want to see an Overwatch, right? Because mm-hmm. I like that concept a lot. It's just... I do, too. I really do, too. Because it's a hero shooter. Like, we don't get any plot. We just get, like, we're all soldiers now and, like, a couple push-up emotes. Like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, because there's a lot of... Like, that's something that X-Men do all the time as, like, a thing of survival. But, like, we don't see... Other than, like, Avengers Academy, we don't see a lot of people in marvel at least like training multiple generations of heroes or like actually how that works Mm -hmm. it's just like we get a couple panels and then they go on their way and they're like i'm inspired that's it yeah but like (laughs) yeah i want to see like the old guard and like the new kids or something side by side Mm -hmm. so my pitch is i feel like it has to be cable it has to be like no serum steve um maybe old man logan but i'm not so sure about that one what do you think charlie Mm, it could just be Logan since he is very old. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would, I would put regular Wolverine here. He's, yeah. I mean, he's he's buddies with Steve, right? Right. They, they've known each other a very long time. Yeah. Who else? Because I feel like we have to have more than three people. Who else? Who else? Is some other senior citizen superheroes? Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess technically, technically Black Widow is. I don't. I don't know because I know they did like the soft reboot where tony is now like 20 years less old than he was before so i don't have you know but i like the idea at least of like black widow being just as old as steve maybe maybe also maybe maybe also t'challa in some aspect yeah like i could see like him as like graying temples you know, like, maybe not as old as the others quite, but, like... Okay, this is... Okay, here, I got this for you. I okay. got this gift for you. You want to hear my gift? Sure. How about a Batman Beyond-style comic where it's all of these guys from behind the scenes, older, and they're training, like, new versions of their, like, code names. Yes, but also sometimes they have to go in. Exactly. It's like when Bruce has to wear the... Like, he has to, Terry's in trouble, so he has to put on the Batman suit. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he, like, he's, like, almost going to give him a heart attack to do it, but he has to <laughs> to save Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Batman Beyond, like, that's one of my only DC touch points, but I love Batman Beyond. Yeah. And I also think, like, they would have to go on missions together, right? To, like, yeah. appropriately train them. Like, you have yes. to train in the real world. So you'd have, like, the legacy heroes and the you know the older generation fighting side by side so i yeah i propose actually you know i was gonna say you could have i was gonna have like an old lady spy master black widow which i still think would be pretty cool i don't think she would be on the team though she'd be the one that they go to for information she's like the information broker like the shadow broker if you will Mm -hmm. but i think who is on the team is carol danvers maybe or binary um, because both of them have like Kree powers, so technically they have extended lifespans. So they're also technically old, but like I mean, Carol is binary. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking uh, Monica Rambeau. I mean Spectrum? Quasar? Okay, you're, you're. Yeah, she's had like five different code names. Okay, we're Monica uh, Rambeau. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. I gotcha. All right. I gotcha. But we all, we, we do know that like the person who's taken over the mantle of Cable from Cable is Hope, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's one of the people, because I think Monica has been Miss Marvel also. Yes. A, uh, or, you know, whatever. A Captain Marvel. I vote for Monica Rambeau because I wish she was in more things and I really like her as a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but who, her or Carol definitely training. Like it has to be the new Miss Marvel, right? Yes, it has to be. And I feel like Steve would be training Eli because put more oh, Eli in more things. Yeah, hell yeah. Not Patriot, but we don't know who he is. Yes, hell yeah, Eli Bradley. Yeah, so. Captain America, Eli Bradley. Yeah, for sure. And Logan, are we going to have X-23? It's Laura, right? Or is it going to be Honey Badger? Oh my god, Gabby! Gabby's so good. Oh my god. Well, well, Gabby's very good, but she's also a clone of Laura. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> it's like both of them. It's, yeah, I have, I, okay, I can't have Laura without, I can't have Laura without Gabby, like now, so. Yeah, and then they have like, they also have, because they're being trained together, they like have this kind of like adversarial relationship, but also like they still really care about each other. But like, you know, like that push-pull. Honey Badger's delightful. Well, right, but like X is like, like it's definitely one-sided. I think it's in Laura's mind, because in this, in this, you know, like they're the same age. So it's like, I have to be better than her. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you now. It's I'm like that, that kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's the one-sided, because that's my favorite thing, is like when there's a rival, <laughs> but there's all, like only one of them is a rival to the other one. The other one is like absolutely in love with them. That's one of my favorite tropes. <laughs> yes. Good. I think that's good. I think that's very good. Oh my God. This one's actually turning out to be also very good. Yeah, I... I, w- I, I would love to have some reason to have Kate Bishop in there, but I don't think logically that makes sense. However, we know, at least in 616, Wanda Maximoff is actually very old. She is just using her witch magic to keep her alive and like, yes. looking young. So Wanda. I feel like we need a magical person on this team, too, because we don't have one. So Wanda is training a Billy. Heck, yes. Sell it right now. <laughs> and and maybe also Tommy. Pietro is off. He doesn't want to be bothered. Like, I can't see Pietro teaching anyone. <laughs> uh, never in a million years. Thank you. Yeah, but Wanda's on the team. And so she's training both of her kids. But she's like the... She's also kind of a helicopter mom, though. Like, she's very worried about them. Yes. So, like, Cap's always the one that's like, Wanda, they can handle it. And she's like, I, I just... No, I just need to... Speed's glasses are, like, a little too loose. He's going to lose them in the fight. I need to tighten the straps on the back. And he's like, Wanda, let go. (laughs) Like, but not, like, she's not doing it from a place of, like, malice. It's because she really, really cares about them. Yes. It's just, like, she she needs to to learn to let go. Yes, this is very good, Mikey. I like it. It's very good. That's that's what Marvel Legacy should have been. That is what Marvel Legacy should have been. Not whatever it ended up being that was, like, just confusing as all hell. And ugh. All right. Anyway. All right. I'm not going to... Th- okay, I've got two that I like a lot. Yeah, I do that... want to read... I do want us to read Everett's pitch out, though. He fleshed it out super well, so... Yeah, so it doesn't need more than just, like, basically what he wanted to do. Yeah, I think um... Everett's already got, like, a solid <laughs> book there. Yeah, so go ahead, Mikey. 
So Everett says, and this is this is a paraphrase. This is not word for word. So we know that in the Guardians of the Galaxy, that feature Wolverine puts the mutants basically on asteroid M. So this, you know, he loads them. This is a world where he loads them on there and flies it to another planet. But what if they do the same thing as Avengers colonists, establishing the first Earth colony with Laura as the leader and the Avengers as a galactic power? All the human aliens interact and have powers, so they are a daunting foe on the interstellar scale. So you've got S.W.O.R.D. making sure everything's all okay, and the Galactic and Human Alliance, the resurrection of the Brood Overmind, Phoenix Four, Return of the Raptors, Darkhawk Crossover, and Planet (laughs) Honey Badger. I think we need more, uh, like, honestly, I think we need more, like, mutants in space. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the trial of Jean Grey was really good. Why isn't there a mutant colony in space? Let's just say that. Or, like, an X-Men team in space. Like, the aliens are always coming here, and then they have to go fight. Why can't we go to the aliens? Right. Like, why can't there be, like, an entire mutant team in space? Like, why can't we just add that to a car- Cosmic Marvel book? Also, like, why can't we? Like, maybe. Why? Maybe, like, the mutants, more than anyone, understand being different and, like, not being seen as human. Like, I feel like the mutants would make excellent ambassadors into space. I agree. I agree. Maybe if, you know, maybe this is a world where because the mutants are living on Asteroid M, or at least some of them, and you have the Avengers Alliance out in space... Maybe, like, the Kree homeworld and the Skrull homeworld don't get destroyed because, you know, like, they still have scuffles, obviously, but the Avengers and the X-Men are able to intercede. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think we should have a mutant team in space. Yes. So, I know Everett was very keen on Avengers, but I feel like there there's room for both Avengers and X-Men. Like, as an alliance. Mm-hmm. So. The Unity Squad, right? Come on. Yeah. It's right there. Except, like, Unity Colony, Planet Unity. I don't know. We'll have to workshop that. We'd have to workshop that one. Work on that one. I'm sure Everett will be, like, have a snappy title, like, right off the bat. <laughs> yes, but. All right, Mikey. Well, there were some others, but I, I think, I think we have, uh, honestly, I think. Between two, I think. What What do you think? Wh- which one do you? Which one? Let's Let's do like a three, two, one, and like say the one that we want. Okay. All right. How about that one? Like a. All right. That way you All can't right. you can't hesitate or flinch. All right. All right. Okay. Three. And we'll do like a three, two, one, go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Rebellion it's gotta X. Be, it, yeah, it's got to be Rebellion X. Yes. That's. <laughs> I'm just. It's it, so good. It's funny because like. You said the Supernatural episode, and that's what I was thinking, but I wanted to get to, like, specifically the dark god watching from above angle of it, but also, like, they're trapped in here. Yeah, it's... I'm sorry, this one just combines way too many things that I love. Yes. Also, like, when I had the image of Shatterstar in his (laughs) original (laughs) uniform giving out roses... Okay, of... So... This is Shatterstar, Richter, Spiral, Adam X, Puck, and Domino. Who do you think gets voted off during the Bachelor section? Oh my god. Like, who doesn't get a rose and gets sent home? It's gotta gotta be Adam, right? Yeah, (laughs) no, that's what I was gonna (laughs) say. 
but he uh he doesn't go to the body shop because he like ollies his way out and so they find him well, like he's, he's the one okay so he he they think they lose him right they right he's gone but he's like he's he's actually like crawling he's he's like he like infiltrates behind the scenes right so he he's the one that actually like gets like starts to be able to like get them out of there that's my because whenever someone falls like it's always also very good when someone you think someone falls to the wayside or like gets dead or destroyed and they are actually they actually come back it's like the deus ex machina at the end of the whole thing yeah here's my pitch for you so we have like a cliffhanger right and they're like they just got done with whatever segment and they moved on to storage wars and they like unlock the first storage unit and roll the thing up and Adam X the Extreme is just sitting on like a pile of skateboards and swords and also American dollars because why not? And he's just like, yo. <laughs> it's good, right? Why isn't anybody writing this book? <laughs> well, Maybe maybe someone will hear this and our prayers will be answered. This would be really good. This doesn't even have to be an ongoing. Like, it can be a miniseries. It's totally separate of any other continuity. Exactly. And, exactly. Like, how can you not love Spiral with chef's knives instead of swords? And how can you not love Adam X sitting on top of swords and dollars? Yeah. And then and skateboards. Arcade is obviously like the Alton Brown in the like iron chef portion right like he's got the same kind of sensibilities but sort oh of my sinister. god telling you oh my oh my god telling you this would this would sell like hotcakes marvel i promise you o-m-g <laughs> okay I'll, I'll posit something else for you okay like because i know about alpha flight but i don't know that much about alpha flight i would posit we switch puck out for colossus Ooh. we have that colossus domino like thing going on no no you know what it is is it mikey i pause it to you bisexual nate gray (laughs) that one's also very good so when they do that's 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 you get like a weird like love triangle there and then when they do the project runway or you know like whatever the fashion one is Nate Gray has that one all the way because, like, he is a snappy dresser with, like, his brocade jackets and whatnot. <laughs> Sorry, I enjoy this one a lot. I could just put them in scenarios for days. Yeah, I feel like Nate Gray also kind of has a flair for the dramatic, too. So, like, he would just be good at all of them and would make it... That's another reveal, right? Yeah. Like- like Nate being there is another reveal, and you think it's Cable because his eye flares, and in the dark, you're in the dark, right? You're in the dark. You're I love in the it. dark. I love like, it. Like the panel, the panel is ensconced in black. Yeah, and you it's see like the eye it's flare. like the pro- that's like the Project Runway issue, right? Like they're on the runway, and like the lights are all out because they're gonna do like the reveal of the next segment, and then it's like yeah, but they but you think it's Cable showing up to save the day, right? Right, exactly. And the black. It's the eye flare, but then it's Nate. Yes. Cut, cut, end of issue. And he vogues out, like, the, that segment in the Adventure Zone. Oh, yeah, from the, okay, yeah, yeah from uh, the, the Suffering Game. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. Not, not that, like. Oh, my God. It's kind of like that, right? It's kind yeah, of like, like that. Like, I don't want to make, like, Nate, like, a caricature or anything, like, at all. No. But 
also, like... I mean, he is from the Glamis timeline. He is from the Apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Like, he still, he still, you know, has a lot of fighting competency and everything else, but his true love is fashion. No, it's understandable. Yep. Right. That's, that's very good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This one's my favorite thing. And you won't take it away from me. Marvel, you can take it, but you do have to pay me for it. Yeah. Also, I feel like Richter's very good at cooking. I mean, you're probably right. My favorite thing in this entire thing would just be Richter wanting to, like, absolutely just, like, not be there whatsoever. Like, he's, he's the one. He's, like, the one that's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. But then, like, he can't. He is assigned to cook something in the Iron Chef thing. And he can't not make a good dish. Like, he could not live with himself if he, like, the dessert is like a flan. And, like, they have to make, like, a steak, I feel like. And... The in- well, it's always the ingredient, right? Right. It's the ingredient. Right. So what would the ingredients be in this, do you the ingredient think? Be, the ingredient would be something like bananas. So, like, you have an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert. So what is what is it for the appetizer? It's a secret ingredient first. Well, right. That's what, Well, but you have a secret ingredient, a different secret ingredient for each course. No, 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 you don't. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, Do you yeah, know how right. Iron Chef works, Mikey? Right. So, okay, so if the secret ingredient is bananas... What would an appetizer be? Well, you could have like oh my god, plantain greenies bananas. That's so hard. You could have like plantain slash banana chips, like a savory. You would have to. It would have to be like it would have. And like you could stick one of those in like a steak tartare or something. You could, yeah. Like it would have to be like that. Would have to be like that. Would be your chippy. That would kind of have to be it. Yeah, and then for I'm trying to think what you could do for a main course with bananas okay uh, okay you banana leaves you have something you have banana leaves because i bet you can still use banana i mean this is the mojo world who knows yeah um but it would be banana leaves that would be the that would be like the most sensible things like you wrap like a like a fish like um some sort of like uh like a swordfish and like banana leaves Ooh, yeah you met yeah i like that 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 would have to be it that would have to be it yeah and then for dessert, he could do like a a banana cream flan or something like that. Like, or just you know, bananas fosters is also very good. Yeah, but but you uh, have to you yeah. have to be a little bit creative. That's true. That's true. Um, but God, oh my God, and like like he 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 can't help himself. Like, cause okay, so this is my headcanon, is that Richter is a sh- you know like he likes to cook, right? Mm-hmm. So you know he can't. And I don't think it's like maybe there's a particular reason or not. Like maybe it's something that he picked up when he was really depressed, you know, as like something to help himself and also like to make sure that he ate and stuff is he just likes cooking. So, you know, he's presented with all this stuff and he's just like, whatever, I'll just, you know, I'll bomb this. And then he like he can't help it because like that part of his brain starts going. And I see Richter as being... He's, like, absolutely the guy that's, like, I don't want to be here. But, like, if it's something that he takes pride in, he can't put that part of himself away. That's true. That's true. And so he's, like, his brain starts ticking. And almost despite himself, he makes, like, a really incredible set of dishes, as we described. It's very good because nobody dies. Yes. (laughs) Let me just not emphasize that enough. Yeah. I think Spiral for, like... She she really likes like she makes like sashimi or something 
that's like presented on a banana leaf, which is okay. But everything else is like kind of scorched or like doesn't have enough seasoning because she's just really into knives. That's it. Uh, also, I uh, the se- this segment ends by the fact that they actually won this round, and then like Spiral gets like sent off to like like kill them, and the fight ends into the next segment. Yes, very good. Yeah. Okay. So so all she right. has like the giant like sushi chef knives and all that. I love it. <laughs> Crashing through the set, uh, blenders flying yeah. everywhere. It's really good, guys. She, trust uh, me. Somebody, somebody, um, who had Lila Cheney throws a durian at her <laughs> and she like slices it, like she goes to strike it and then like it gets all smelly and she like spiral like recoils and that's how they make their getaway. <laughs> this is top notch like comedy comics for you guys. I know. I hope you know that. Jeez. I, I want it. I want That's it so true. bad. Like we've, no, ma- so I good. mean, we've already made it, but I want it as a thing that I can hold. Exactly. Maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe someone will draw it. For so, us. so is this? Would this just be Rebellion X? Would that be the title of this book? Or mm. I feel like it needs to have a subtitle as a miniseries. Or mm. one. Trapped in the television is like too schlocky. I think. Oh God, yeah. Also, the name of like eighty-five million other things. Uh, what about alternate reality? As the subtitle, mm. something um, like that, like something playing off reality and like yeah, reality no, TV. I, I like that. I like that. I like that. We'll go with that for now. All yeah. right. We'll go with that for now. Okay. Good enough. And absolute, absolutely. Uh, Jerry Dugan writes this book. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that good, good humor. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. Yeah. But like sure. also gravitas at the same time. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Buy it, everyone. All right. <clears throat> Buy this product that doesn't exist. <laughs> But that we all wish yeah. does. Yes, that we all wish did actually exist. Well, Charlie and I do. But, you know, if you think you could do better, feel free to write us via email, youngonescast <laughs> at gmail.com or at us on Twitter at youngonescast. That's that's very true. Thank you for pitching at the end of the episode, Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I hope you've all been entertained by this. I... I I knew what I knew what I wanted to win as soon as I started <laughs> reading it. So and then and then it was like the thing is like the ideas just started going with that one. Yeah, and that's how you know it's going to be a good one because I've already had ideas for this kind of thing, and it's just like I'm like I need this, or I need this right now. Yeah. So I still do think the Lady Gambit scoundrels. So I didn't get to finish because we didn't bring it back. But so. I think the whoever like Lady Gambit and her scoundrels of like Lady Mastermind and I forget how, who all else I pitched initially as the thing that I was like, I, we I want to do more of this. So, you know, they go and steal all these artifacts from wherever and go sell them because, you know, that's what they do. But they have a plot to steal the Infinity Gauntlet. And so Chimera who is the Black Panther in this universe is a normal, very tired, you know, government official or social worker or something by day, maybe even a private eye. Not not quite sure on that one. But by night, she is the Black Panther and she is going to stop them no matter what, because they can't get that gauntlet. So like it's extremely like a Talon in Overwatch situation, because like <laughs> that's basically based on Nimbani and that whole situation is based on Wakanda and the Infinity Gauntlet anyway. <laughs> I would posit that many a thing we see in Overwatch is based on comic 
Soldier 76, cop Soldier 76. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Straight up. But it's just like, it's just that, but, you know, with with more capers. And so I was also thinking, like, it would be really cool if they had, like, some Inception-style stuff there, which is, like, why the Lady Mastermind stuff came up, like, mind games and also stealing things and getting away with it, as you do. Yes. And also, this gambit smooches everyone. Equal opportunity smoocher. Yes, absolutely. We're only we're only when consent's involved. Yes. Or when she needs to get something. Yes. Because, but, yes. you know, she just turns up the charm. So, <laughs> so that's, that's my thought there. All right. Well, thank you all. Yes. For my TED Talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's some hot internet memes for you. It's, it's more like Shark Tank, really. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, NBC Comedy Friday. Yeah, uh, Forge okay. would of course get the cam- the cameo on the if there was a Shark Tank issue. <laughs> okay, I think we're gonna have to add because we could do this all day. We could literally. Yeah, we gotta we gotta cut it off. Yep. Okay. So, where can people find you, Charlie? Well, people can find us. I will talk about first. Um, at uh, Young Ones Cast on Twitter, you can follow us there and find when we post episodes. It also links to Everett's articles every week. And you can go to youngonescast.com for those articles, set articles to read the articles with your eyeballs. Hopefully not mechanical eyeballs, like Spiral Keeps I Left that one time. But you can find me at Genetic Ghost on Twitter, where I do this kind of shit all the time. So if you like what I, we did here, and you think you'd like to read it more instead of listen to me talk about it, uh, you can go there. Talk about a lot of stuff. Mostly Shatterstar. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Kind of mostly Shatterstar and Victor. I'm not going to I don't know about Charlie, but I am an equal opportunity eyeball enthusiast. I will take your eyeballs, mechanical or not, on my website. <laughs> it's your Twitch particularly. Yeah. I mean, I do do that. If, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can find... I don't want you to take my eyeballs, my key. I don't, don't want to take anyone's eyeballs. I just, I, I want to welcome them viewing content that we are involved in. Sorry, that was a really awkward way of putting that. Anyway, yeah, my, uh, yeah, you can I find me on Twitter at quantum dot dot where I talk about video games and role playing games and comics and all kinds of stuff. Usually try to be thoughtful about things, but sometimes I retweet silly things. Like tuxedo mask from Sailor Moon standing behind a fence for no reason. <laughs> That's the thing that I retweeted. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also stream at twitch.tv slash quantum dot. And that's me. All right. Well, this episode wasn't actually brought to you by the Mojoverse. God, we no. Take your eyeballs from you. Bad. Um, and we won't make you listen to our podcast. And uh, we want yeah, you to enjoy it. We don't want to trap you in the Mojoverse. That is not our gambit here. No, no. But if you'd like to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play and leave us ratings or reviews there uh, and let us know what you think. It helps us out a lot to do that. So please do that. Next week, we'll be back to our uh, regularly scheduled programming. Now it does sound like I'm broadcasting from the Mojoverse. <laughs> um, with the Runaways, again, more, more again. Yes. But if you like this episode and would like us to do more of this kind of stuff as like filler and interstitial episodes, please do let us know. You know, 
maybe maybe you all hate it and never want to see this from us again i hope not but that might be the case whatever no nobody hates this but i hope you all like it because yes i had a lot of fun yeah i did too all right well until next time that's charlie and mikey signing off (laughs) i'm trying okay bye everybody bye (laughs) 